And that's, I'd always be encouraging people to find the positives. And in every situation, there are upsides and there are downsides. Find the upsides for you and appreciate them and be grateful for what you do have. Don't be angry or upset about what you don't have. Yeah, I think it's about um, focusing, placing your attention on what's right with the world, in your world, and not what's wrong with your world. Because mm. that gives you the power to be able to you know, move through the day in a much more positive, uplifting way. Welcome to the Beers with a Minor podcast. My name is Mad Mumsy and I've been driving the huge dump trucks in Australian open cup mines for over 10 years now. I wish I had a dollar for everyone who said to me, how does a little thing like you drive those big trucks? Oh, you must be rich. How do I get a job doing that? My mining friends are asked these questions all the time too. This is what started the Mad Mumsy journey to share stories and tips from living a mining lifestyle and to let others know what it's really like. Tune in each episode as I sit down for a relaxed chat, usually over a few beers with a fellow miner. Women and blokes with various experience, roles and opinions share their lessons and stories with you. Not everyone is cut out to be a miner, but why not? What does it take to thrive and survive in this industry? Now, let's dig in. Get it? Dig? Mining? I oh, crack me up. Hello and welcome to another Happy Hour episode of Beers with a Miner. Today, we are lucky enough to speak with the lovely doctors, Dr. John and Dr. Ellie McIntosh. John has been on the episode, on the podcast before episode number 65 where I went into your clinic Practice. into your yeah, rooms yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah and we spoke all about um, black lung and yeah. cobalt medicals yeah. and I refer a lot of people back to that episode so thank you very much it's a pleasure Leanne yeah and welcome to the podcast although I feel like I'm in your home so you should welcome me <laughs> <laughs> welcome Leanne Hi, to our home <laughs> actually um, before the mic went on I said hello beautiful Leanne and she said oh, I didn't even have the mic on then we'll have to do it again <laughs> yeah so there we go we've got it okay yes. now I'm happy <laughs> all right um, as this podcast is called beers with a minor I usually like to start sometimes finish because we get off on a tangent and I forget mm -hmm. to ask, mm -hmm. uh, what is your favourite beverage? It might be beer, wine, spirit, or perhaps even a cup of tea, and your most favourite time to enjoy it. Okay, do you want to go no, first? No, you go first. I tend to move through different um, phases of liking different things, <clears throat> and sometimes I don't even like them when I start drinking them, and then they become my favourite, so I'm, I'm quite contrary. But I would say out of everything, I'm a bit of a teetotaler, so I do love a good cup of tea. And it's very rare that I will turn down a cup of tea if I'm asked, would I like a cup of tea? And when would you like it? My favourite time for a cup of tea is first up in the morning and my beautiful husband gets out of bed and goes and makes me a cup of tea and brings me a cup of tea every single morning. So I'm very blessed. And I think you knew the answer to that, John, which is why you asked. That I was so cute. She'd forgotten about the second half of the question. You see, I knew. You two are old hands at this, doing interviews and things now, aren't you? And between you with your live streams that you do, which yeah. are great. But we'll get to that. And yours, John? So I suppose my, a glass of kind of smooth red wine in the afternoon or on a beach on the back of a boat on an island with a gentle breeze blowing. Safe anchorage, nice and calm. With your honey. With, with my honey. <laughs> this particular honey? This particular honey. Right. There is only one. There is only, can only be one. <laughs> I love it. And I think it's quite um, so many emotions about you mentioning your boat because we just shared before we hit record here, there's... Um, been a lot going on in your world in the last couple of weeks and I wanted to talk to you guys about mental health especially for minors who might be struggling and with the whole COVID world but it's not just minors it's their families yeah. and children. it's children especially and um, when we're going through so many changes how can we prepare for and be ready so that we can deal with them and 
at times you have to be the one who's helping other people get through something. So um, you guys have just had a very big event in your life. Um, so if you'd like to explain first about your boating escapades and then what has just happened. Yeah, so about 10 days ago, we got woken up at about three o'clock in the morning with a call from a friend in the US who told us that she's standing at the side of the water looking at our less than one-year-old boat burning to uh, annihilation. Um, this is a boat we, that was our long-term plan. We were providing aid work off the back of it and we really had about a, you know, an eight to ten-year plan to progressively sell it back to Australia. Um, and, and because of circumstances, it's caught fire and within ten minutes had sunk. So completely annihilated all our belongings. Um, all of that hard work um, was in a matter of a few minutes just destroyed. And this was on the other side of the world. Yeah. So you're having to deal with things in different time zones. And as far as all of that, staying up and, you know, the, the logistics around everything, yeah. but also the... The heartache around your baby. Yeah, Do you call it your baby? Mm -hmm. I've watched so many of your videos. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's so sad. Well, you know, because it had been a dream and it had been a goal of ours, you know, over a 10 year period, I, I guess it was more than just a boat, even though we consoled ourselves by saying no we, one was hurt, we weren't on the boat. It, it you know, it's just a boat. But we, yeah, we had to use that technique to, to take away the personality and the and the to reduce the pain yeah. we had to protect ourselves by saying it's just a boat we can get another boat we're not hurt so we've got to we've got to find the positives in this awful situation mm. um and and that was very early on but we did we did give it um a spirit and we did feel it had its own entity and it, it did feel like i know it sounds really weird but it did feel like a a family member of sorts that that we lost, you know. Mm. So, you know, we had to go through the grieving process. Uh, we, we're still working our way through it, but fortunately we know what that looks like. And as we hit every, <laughs> every stage of the grieving process from anger to sadness to, you know, disbelief and all those kind of things, we recognise it. So we have that awareness like, oh, yeah, okay, so that was a bit reactive of me there. Oh, yeah, okay, so I recognise what this is. This is anger, you know. Mm. And, and it's really interesting. Once you have that awareness and you know this will all pass, you know, whatever emotion we're going through, you're not going to stay in that emotion so long as you breathe and know that it's transient and just allow yourself to let it to pass, heal, you yeah. know, just just don't try and push yourself through it. Um, acknowledge that you're going through it, I think is an important thing. Acknowledge that, well, right now I feel really, really angry and I'm so, you know, I just want to, you know, you know, kick and scream and yell and jump up and down and all those kind of things. Um, and, at, you know, just acknowledge that that's where you are at the moment, you know, and but know and have that knowledge that it will pass. And also be careful not to let those feelings then spread out and cause consequent problems. So um, in the Tough Minds processes, we talk about making sure you watch what you say and do because, you know, it can very quickly escalate into something more than just like if the anger is directed at the wrong people, well, then you start getting into conflict or you handle situations badly. So we had to be, you know, being aware of that allows you to solve it and not, mm. not allow the problem to escalate into more than it should be. Yeah, because there's every emotion that you move through, um, particularly with grief or loss, you know, it's like a breakup. We feel like that, you know, we've had a breakup. And um, and I was angry at the boat no, <laughs> because it broke my heart, you know. So, and I think the, the big take home with that is that while you're going through all these emotions, know that. This is a private thing between you and your emotions. It has nothing to do with anybody else. You don't have to involve anybody or throw out your anger or direct your anger at anybody else. You just have to sit with that emotion and go, wow, I'm feeling really rotten right now. But this is interesting because I know it will pass. Mm -hmm. And do we do the same when it comes to sadness? Do yes. we keep that to ourselves as well or...? 
Well, um, because we still need to, oh, and I, people I, will be tr- want to try and help you. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I think I think what Elizabeth's referring to is when you have the anger, don't spread it and fight with other people because mm. that's very easy to do. You can mm. become reactive and then just be argumentative and obnoxious to everybody, and then they just you know causes um, arguments and conflict. Um, I think if 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 you have sadness that is an ongoing sadness, then you need to talk to somebody about it. And mm. if you, I mean, whatever you're feeling, I mean, we also shared how we're feeling with each other. You must share what you're feeling with the people around you. So uh, Elizabeth was also talking about not not attacking, not attacking outwards, but within your own relationship or within the people that support you, you must talk to people about. You must talk to your support person or people, one or two really close people. Share how you're feeling because. Once they know that that's how you're feeling, they can understand why you're irritable or, or fractious or um, responding to certain things in certain ways. Mm. Um, and I think, especially for miners who are week on, week off, I mean, a lot of the problem, problems um, in relationships occurs because of that misunderstanding of what each party is going through. The person who's away for the week struggles with isolation and loneliness and then they come home and the person who's at home has been putting up with the kids all week. So would both... love a bit of isolation. <laughs> <laughs> Can we swap? But that's right. Both sides um, need understanding from the other and need to be um, openly talking about how they're feeling so that you can support each other. Mm, and that's, that's really important. And especially also when you're the one who's working away and you're dealing with the crew and the crew culture mm-hmm. and that can really be a process too. So you need, you need to have tools around that as well, how to, hang with, how to handle the angry dozer driver up on mm-hmm. the dump or, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, me, I'd just cry in my truck. <laughs> Everyone knows bad mumsy. That, that's why I do what I do. But um, another aspect that I really try to get people to think about is why is he so angry? Mm-hmm. He, he's not just pissed off at you because you've dumping in the wrong spot or taking mm-hmm. too long. Yeah. Maybe he is. Some mm-hmm. just are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there can I'm, be so much more going on that we don't know. Yeah. And we need to respect that as well. Yeah. I, I think the, the understanding that if somebody's reacting badly to you, they've usually got a problem of their own, which you don't know about. So rather than just fighting back, it's probably better to shrug your shoulders, let that aggravation, whatever it is, flow by and not take it on board, not take it into your heart. Because Mm. if you start taking it into your heart or into your own emotions, then you just cause conflict. You fight back your immediate reactions. You know, I didn't know that's quite a, you know me. And as soon as you start reacting like that, it just causes more conflict. So. Um, just understand that that person probably has a problem. And we've had to deal with a few people like that on YouTube too mm. because but we've had a few interesting comments. Yeah. Trolls. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they do say, though, you haven't made it unless you've got trolls. Yeah. Well, made now, it. now to my listeners, there's no need to start trolling that monkey. <laughs> well, the other thing to keep in mind too is often um, when someone is reactive and you're on the receiving side of their anger or, or their animosity you're probably just the straw that broke the camel's back, you know, because often people go, it was nothing, it wasn't even a big deal, and look how this person's reacted. That's because you don't know the history that you are the 10th person that has really, you know, um, yeah, contributed to this um, mountain of emotion that this poor person is struggling with. So... Um, I think definitely we've got to get back to having compassion and understanding and not be so reactive ourselves. Yeah. And just just breathing is really good and just understanding that, look, I don't know what you've been going through, but I, I, I just feel compassion for you because it must be, you must be going through something tough, you know. Mm. Um, and you can say that in your own head without actually saying it to the other person or go, oh, jump so down your throat. Not yeah. on the two-way then. No. <laughs> Co- copy days at 16. I know you're an asshole. It's only, it's only because um, you're going through some stuff right now. Yeah. I'm showing compassion, so I might try and get my load over the edge. You, okay? So you don't break down. No, that's probably a private private conversation you have with, with your yourself. Own yeah. Just a little Mad Mumsy story. We did have a digger driver years ago who... Um, I'm sure they all sit up there and do these sort of things and say these sort of things 
to the truckies. He was waiting for the truckies to come in and there must he must have loaded about six trucks and his two-way was stuck on. Oh. So we couldn't speak, but we could listen. And he's <laughs> sitting in there and he's going, oh, are you kidding me? And like... F bombs all the time, and 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 he's just fully like, oh, oh yeah, here he goes. Oh, let's just back up the B double five trailer, you know. And we were just cracking up. It was it was very entertaining. It would have yeah, been. Yeah, it was. But um, I, when we were talking earlier, Elizabeth, you spoke about uh, anchors, mm-hmm. and I I I wrote that down because that's a really good way when you're in that peak moment mm-hmm. whatever your peak moment is mm. is to have tools in your toolkit mm. um your personal one that can help you through a time of whatever that you're being triggered by that can just help you get through that moment so can you speak about anchors to us please yeah well um it is a process it it comes really from nlp although um it goes back a long way you know thousands of years where you're actually anchoring an emotion so that you can get back to that peak emotion when you're in distress so if you're having a really bad day you're feeling really you know uh, fractious by simply uh touching a part of your um like it might be your ear or it might be um, just doing some sort of gesture that actually triggers something in you that takes you back to that peak experience. It's not as though you're reliving the whole peak experience again, but there's a wave of that peak experience that that washes over you, that gets you back to that, you know, um, the ability to be able to be centred again and, you know, um, focused and it works really well. And there's a lot of sports people that do it. We've trained, you know, um, sports teams, um, athletes in the same process where if they've really lost their focus and concentration, they can, you know, elicit this anchor and get themselves back to that place. And mm. Bob Hawkes was twiddling his ear. If you notice, whenever he's having a difficult conversation, he'll squeeze his ear. That gets him to focus back on and answer oh, the question. Yeah. I thought it was body language. I don't like what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this report. <laughs> I'm not listening to you. Uh, what did uh, I say? Yeah. 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 <laughs> he, would, he would tug on his ear and he'd often, you know, ramble and go ah, like that, but he'd be tugging on his ear at the same time because he'd be Just trying thinking. to get himself back focus, to that. Yeah focus and concentrate and you know don't worry about the emotion that that's you know he's being bombarded with at the moment just focus on the the questions so Mm. that was his trigger Uh, that was his anchor and um, if you notice a lot of politicians a lot of people that do public speaking Mm. um, movie stars people that are in the spotlight often have been trained in this way that they've got to get themselves back in some way so that they will they will um, you know, have training in finding that anchor for themselves. Mm. Mm. And this is something my sister and I um, speak about, Hard Hat Mentor, my listeners know her, my mm-hmm. real sister, mm-hmm. and together we're still cap sisters, mm-hmm. so Mad Mumsy and Hard Hat Mentor, okay. and we've got a podcast called What Boots, and we speak about, I guess it's it, it's the same kind of concept, so it's about changing your boots. So I've got my... I'm really angry boots mm, on. Mm. And then to add to that an anchor that can help you to change boots. Like mm. I do it when I'm really concentrating on it. I can actually feel my feet tingling mm. because I'm changing my boots. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Very and, cool. Um, yeah, so we talk about that a yeah, lot. Yeah, no, those are really good techniques. Yeah, mm. yeah. And, and yeah, as Elizabeth said, a lot of performers um, actually, like before they go out to speak at an important event, they'll use their trigger just to get them focused, get rid of the butterflies or reduce their butterflies and get their brain in, in gear. Mm. And it worked really well. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd just like to go on a different track now, perhaps to the world we're living in at the moment mm-hmm. with the COVID world. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been going for a while now. We mm-hmm. thought 2021, <laughs> can't wait for New Year. It's all going to go away, you know. It's, yeah, it'll all be fine, but here we are. Yeah. It's now nearly September 2021. Mm-hmm. And for all my mining mates out there, as well as the rest of the world, they're having to deal with a lot of um, changes, especially early on. Mm-hmm. You know, they uh, every time they went to go and eat a meal, the rules had changed. Yes. And they were getting told where to stand or sometimes... They couldn't get their own meal 
they had be given what to eat mm. and then I know some sites they had to go and sit under a tree mm. and eat with mm. um, paper forks and mm. all, all the disposable stuff and then go and work 13 hours mm. and they were not happy Jan mm. but it was mm. the way of the world at mm. least they could mm. still continue mm. to work yeah. mm. um, but it's been going on for so long now and there's the miners all the support for the mining industry as Mm -hmm. well as the people at home. And we have a lot of people that fly in and fly out Mm -hmm. or drive in and drive Mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. So they're all working together in camps and it's only a matter of time, you know. So we really have to do the right things and do our best to protect each other Mm -hmm. so that um, people can continue to work. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess the question I'm leading up to is, about how everyone's mental health is just really struggling. And like you mentioned earlier, John, the kids yeah, as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any tips for us? How we can, <laughs> how do we get through this, guys? <laughs> There's well, a big one. I'll sit back. <laughs> you got an hour. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, certainly the, um, the, the stats are pretty bad in terms of how much mental health has deteriorated since COVID. Um, and the numbers are around 30% increases in um, you know, mental health problems and uh, requirements for mental health assistance and suicide um, events or suicide attempts and suicide actions um, have all increased really dramatically in this past 18 months. So I'll move it, pass it over to you. So what advice would you give, honey? Um, I think, as John said, you know, we, we've all had to, we've all been affected, every single person on the planet, doesn't matter who you are. And the way the world isn't the way the world now. We've had to refocus, recalibrate, um, pivot, you know, change from, you know, whether you're a business person or whether you're just, you know, um, whether you're a worker or a mum at home, have your own business, whatever it is, you have to adjust. And I think the secret really is your ability to be flexible your ability to be less reactive, your ability to go with the flow and and know that, okay, I'm not liking this, um, I'm not happy with this, but at the moment this is the best thing for me to do and to kick and scream and be angry and emotional and, and, you know, disturbed about it is not going to help you in any way, shape or form or your workers or your family. So the best thing you can do is try to approach life in a more calm and give it up kind of manner you know yes you can still be angry but you don't or 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 disturbed about it but um don't be reactive be responsive you know be in touch with that part of you that you can control what can you control because a lot of people feel like their world is out of control and we don't like that we like to have control, we like to have structure, we like to know what's going on. And in this day and age, we just don't. We're all just dancing on shifting sands at the moment. But the ones that are coping the best are the ones that are prepared to be more flexible and be able to move quickly and to be able to change at at a moment's um, notice. I mean, the other, very early on, people need to first look at what blessings they have. While you can be annoyed or there are disadvantages with the situation that you're in, here in Australia, we are very, in, up here in Queensland, if this is what we're talking about predominantly, and especially the mining industry, the one big plus is you've still got a job. You know, mm-hmm. so we all need to be really grateful, first of all, that the COVID is relatively low level in, in, in Australia. We were over in the US when the numbers were doubling every month per day, 50,000, 100,000, 200, and finally 300,000 cases per day. Wow. And we were in the US during that time. Now, we are very, very lucky here in Australia. If you've got a job, if you, if you were in the um, uh, tourism industry or air, airlines, you know, they were devastated and they still are dramatically affected. So I think look at what, look at the goods, th- the things that you are blessed with. So you're, you do have a job if you have one, your relationship, your kids, you know, your health. Look at what you do have, not, oh my goodness, I can't do this or that. And really, um, if the food's bad, you know, considering just be lucky you're not in. Afghanistan and you don't have any food 
Do you know what I mean? Mm. They're like everything is relative. And I mean, while, I mean, you know, last week our boat burned down, but we had to very quickly say, what are our blessings? Okay, well, we weren't in the boat. We didn't get harmed. We have insurance, so hopefully we'll have a payout. We'll never get all the money back. But we had to look for the positives in this catastrophe. And um, and that's I'd always be encouraging people to find the positives. And in every situation, there are upsides and there are downsides. Find the upsides for you and appreciate them and be grateful for what you do have. Don't be angry or upset about what you don't have. Yeah, I think it's about um, focusing, placing your attention on what's right with the world, in your world, and not what's wrong with your world. Because mm. that gives you the power to be able to you know, move through the day in a much more positive, uplifting way. And I mean, we, we also, I mean, there's very sort of little things that you can do. When you go to bed every night, think of three things you can be grateful for from that day. And that just changes the whole mindset from a negative one, oh my God, this is so bad, to, um, you know, there are good things that happen every day, you know, and it might be a simple gift of um, generosity from a workmate or somebody helping somebody else, etc. Or a compliment. Or a compliment. So, you know, focus on the good stuff in life and and your days will be happier. Mm. I have a bit of a saying, I'll say. <laughs> Find the good bits between the shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what she says. <laughs> hey, this is biz with a mind. We're just, we're just busted ass miners. <laughs> now for a word from our sponsor, Julia Hartman and the Bantax Accounting Group. If you head to bantax.com.au forward slash miners, that's B-A-N-T-A-C-S, you can download a free booklet all just for us miners. And there's also a spreadsheet in there that helps you check off what tools you have for your trade, like your isolation lock, work boots, seven shirts, all of these sorts of things. And you can weigh them up and it'll tell you if you qualify weight-wise to claim your trips out to work. I strongly urge you to head to bantax.com.au forward slash miners and tell them Mad Mumsy sent you. Uh, next week you have a very special event coming up and I think that's very relative to what we're speaking about mm -hmm. because it's um, it's about what we're in control of yeah. thinking about the insight like it mm -hmm. all starts from within and how you are within how you, is how you are without yeah. hence Take it over, doctors. <laughs> um, so it's Inside Out Day. So on the 7th yeah. of September, we're celebrating Inside Out Day. And what this is all about is that your thoughts on the inside create your world on the outside. And this is uh, just getting everybody to be aware that how they're feeling is a direct result of what they're thinking. So if you're feeling shit, if we're allowed to use four-letter words, you are. it's because your thoughts are shit. If you can get rid of those shit thoughts, then you will feel better. So um, that's what Tough Mind's all about, is actually controlling the thoughts on the inside so that you replace the, the negative stuff with positive stuff and supportive stuff and you will help yourself, you will help the people around you, you will help your spouse and it'll be good for the kids. Mm. So create positive thoughts and positive, will create positive feelings which pre produces positive actions and habits and character and your destiny will be different if you can control your thoughts, and that's what Tough Minds is all about. And you're encouraging people to wear something inside oh, yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> this is Elizabeth's little brainchild. Oh, such a good idea. So good because there's so many days. We just had Purple Day yeah. for inclusion, I think that was. Yeah. yeah. There's so many. And then inside out. Is this yeah. the second year you've second done year, this yeah. year? It is. Yeah. Well, you know, we wanted to have a, an official Tough Minds Day where there was an awareness on, you know, your thoughts create your destiny basically um but you know there's so many colors out there as you said there's purple day there's daffodil day there's you yellow know day. yellow there's red there's all the you know blue white or green all sorts of things and and so i started thinking and i came up with what about you know it's all about your internal thoughts so why not not have a color but just turn your clothes inside out for the day some so, clothes. It some clothes. It doesn't have to be all It doesn't have No. <laughs> and I, mu I must say, the 
poster that you have mm-hmm. the, with the photos and yeah. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll share all these in the links in the show notes which can be found at madmumsy.com forward slash beers 79 this episode mm-hmm. um so we'll have the photos there but you've got um a pair of jeans inside out and yep. it kind of makes my eyes water just the, <laughs> the thought of and and how do i do the zip up and, and then i thought well i'll wear a shirt inside out and, and you could even like if you're out at work because um, thinking high-vis, you course. still have to have your high-vis showing. So mm. I was thinking you could wear your hat inside out yeah. or yeah. Well, you something. know, even your jocks inside out. I mean, you can you, – oh, your yes. jocks or your socks inside out, you know, you. you can still participate. Yeah. Well, um, you can wear your jocks on the outside like Superman <laughs> yeah. if you're brave. And that, that would oh, – That's a challenge for you guys. Yeah. Whose crew is going to do that? And uh, that wouldn't be interfering at all with any high-vis. No. Because no. there's no high vis in that ass. area. So I guess the women, we could wear our bras. And That's right. <laughs> now we're getting a bit That's out right. of hand. Well, yeah. last year we did have um, one of the nurses wear her bra on the outside of her uniform, which is really quite cute. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. So we've had lots of really creative people. But it is. it doesn't matter what you do. Participating is fantastic and just getting that awareness out there because it's, it's quite a thing to get your head around, pardon the pun, that, <laughs> you know, Whatever it is you're thinking creates whatever it is you're feeling. So if you're having, you know, depressing or, or feeling anxious or stressed or anything like that, it all comes back to how you feel, how you're thinking first. So mm. your thoughts create your world, creates your emotion. So um, and and even the other thing that's really important is the events that happen to you produce thoughts in your own head, and two people can be in the same event. One person ends up with a major mental health problem or, or feels really bad and the other person's fine. That's all to do with how you react, what your thinking is about that event. So it doesn't matter how bad the event is, you, if you control your thoughts properly and don't let those events negatively impact your mood and your thinking, then you will come out of it much stronger, which is really mm. an example from our boat burning down. And you know, yeah. we, We've had to be very careful to not let the bad thoughts in so that we can come out the other side faster and cleaner. Yeah. And move through all yeah. the things that you now have to do. do yeah. Because yeah. there's yeah. A, lot of, a lot around that. Yeah. Like because changing everything. Exactly. <laughs> your well, whole, all your plans. Exactly. Well, a, another thing to keep in mind is that while you're emotional and while you're feeling bad or depressed or stressed or, you know, all those emotions that we can often suffer it's really difficult to be able to problem solve because you use different parts of your brain to problem solve than you do to have an emotion. So if you can get those in check and, you know, um, not let the emotions really, you know, take control, that way you're able to solve those problems that you really need to solve. Mm. I would like to just do a little quick promo so people can watch my uh, boat burning and see exactly how terrible it was. Um, on our YouTube channel, which is Bed for Doctors Sailing. Um, episode... Our finest hour. <laughs> <laughs> it was our absolutely worst hour. Uh, yeah, episode 30. Yeah. So. And again, I'll link to that in the show oh, notes. Yeah. I'll actually even embed it on the show notes. <laughs> and depending on the podcast app that you're using, you might be able to watch it while we are, <laughs> while you're listening. Yeah. Um, and we do look, you know, we are laughing, lighthearted, ha, 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 oh, we laugh. Yeah. But it's a, it's a serious thing and um, people are going through a lot of things. They're not working, yeah. they're losing their businesses, people are passing away. Of we had someone very mm-hmm. close to us pass away in England, couldn't get him back here. Mm-hmm. Mm. took months mm. because of COVID and he mm. had to, like, mm. st- mm. just, yeah. um, there's yeah. so there's yeah. so many levels of it. Yeah. And even back to mining, again, I use the analogy of on the dump and you said about um, two different people seeing it in a different way. Mm. And I, I remember I was having a bad day and I was I was crying. Like, I, I did. I used to cry up my truck all the time <laughs> for a long time. And you get told, oh, you have to harden up, take a cup of cement and everything. But it just turns out that's who I am. Yeah. Mm. I'm that sort of mm. creature. That's, just, that's you how you deal process. Deal with your emotion, yeah. 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 Um, my eyes leak, whether they want <laughs> we, even when I don't want them to, they're just, oh, what's happening now? But then I had another workmate, a girl, a lady, best mates, and swear, Jai, close your ears, my listeners are used to it. But she's like, ah, oh, fuck him, just dump it anywhere and go. <laughs> He'll be right, he's got a blade, he can push it. 
So that was her attitude yeah, mm. yeah. compared to mine was like this broken little petal mm. who felt bad because I'd put it in the wrong spot. Uh-huh. Um, so there's varying varying yeah. degrees of it and you mm. can choose which petal you want to be. <laughs> I suggest not mine. <laughs> and it depends on the day you're having and, mm. and um, like my world and her world. You're mm. much yeah. angrier person than me, you mm. know. So And then there's other times where I've had – people at the crib hut, I think I might have shared this on the podcast, and someone come in and they were having a really bad day, but they were really upset. And mm. they needed the nurturing nana mummy mm. figure that I mm. I was mm. and came up to me after as I was walking out to my truck and said, thank you so much, I really just mm. needed mm. you today. Mm. And I was like, see, you're allowed to be nice. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think having... Sympathy and not being judgmental on other people when they're reacting badly is really good because they usually, if if I mean, unless they're actually like that all the time, mm-hmm. um, and in which case they've probably got a bad attitude, which you then deal with in a different way. But if you have, then so- they the ones who need to listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> What's your new anchor going to be? Guys? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so just have sympathy and be kind. Don't be judgmental and, and don't take it personally. So if somebody else is putting out um, negative stuff to you, then then we talk in Tough Minds about like a bubble. So if people are throwing out negativity, view it and don't let it inside your bubble or into your heart. Mm. And if it's negative and irrelevant, just say, well, that's that person's problem. I'll just let that float by. Don't take on the emotion. Mm. I love that. Mm. And... Can you guys just share with us again about Tough Minds and the app and oh, sure. all of that? All the gold. <laughs> <laughs> I think we touched on it in our episode, John, but okay. we'll just yeah. refresh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, three years ago, we decided to um, release an, uh, a, a mental health and wellness resilience app to the world for free, and we did this. Um, it did take a few years to do, to but create, yeah. to create it, um, it's now available on Android and on iPhone. And it doesn't matter where you sit on that mental health scale or that mood meter. From, you know, if you're having, you know, in in your darkest days and depressed and anxious, or you know, even suicidal, or even if you're you know, you're doing okay, flourishing and thriving and things are going okay, but you might not be sleeping so well. There is something on that app for everybody. There's different categories that people can plug into that can get you a good night's sleep with the relaxation processes, can teach you about, if you're concerned about anyone that's thinking about suicide or you might be worried about, it can give you the strategies, what to look out for, how to approach it and all that sort of thing. So on a mental perspective... It's got something there for everybody. Yeah, so in terms of the suicide stuff, there's one module specifically, which is me counselling for somebody who is actively suicide at that time. So this this part of the program has actually saved lives and we're very grateful for, for that, the fact that we can actually make a difference like that. But then there's all the other modules about that sharp end, um, how, to, how to ask the questions, how to respond when somebody says, no, I'm not okay. Um, and then also how to boost your mental health and and a lot more stuff about mental resilience. The actual, within the app though, the, probably the most important modules are the ones about the personal internal thoughts and mastering your negative internal self-talk. Just what we've talked about. So, mm. so there's four modules, how to recognize negative thoughts and how to get rid of them and then how to replace them with positive alternatives and also how to deal with negativity from others. So these processes are so powerful and they are the process that all successful people and successful athletes use to get their success. It's by getting rid of the negative, the little voice, nasty, horrible things that pop up in your brain, recognize them as being horrible and inappropriate and get rid of them and replace them with a positive alternative and you will be stronger, happier, a a nicer person and have phenomenal success. Um, But you have to actually practice those techniques. Mm. Mm. And I think that's an important point to practice those when everything isn't falling apart. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. I mean, we we had to refine them for us 
10 days ago when our boat went up because we, mm. had to, you know, we had to get, yeah, focus, focus, get back to it, okay? Yeah. Now, hang yeah. on a minute. That's right. Where's the app? Yeah, right. You get yours out, John. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, Elizabeth was talking about insomnia and stress. There's like a three-minute stress buster thing, uh, uh, audio. So there's techniques where if you are getting stressed and highly strong, in three minutes you can reduce your stress levels and there's an insomnia audio which will, I would like to say, guarantee to get you to go to sleep. Um, but it's it's nobody has yet told us that they haven't got to sleep by and they haven't ever heard nobody has ever heard the whole thing through without falling asleep. I know I fall asleep with <laughs> Elizabeth quite often. <laughs> this yeah, came out, that definitely came out in our podcast. That's right. <laughs> you didn't know that bit. <laughs> yeah, Elizabeth goes to bed with lots of people. Yeah, <laughs> I get around. Yeah. Did you guess that it's her voice? <laughs> Yeah, so we're in um, more than 51 countries yeah, of the world yeah. now, being downloaded weekly and daily, thousands of people. So we're very happy. We know we've touched a lot of people's lives. We know that we've helped a lot of people back from the brink of suicide and depression, anxiety, that sort of thing. Um, but so, I mean, I suppose the important thing about the app is not just for people at the suicide mental health end, it's for everybody. Mm-hmm. We actually taught our staff in the practices these techniques it improved communication, it improved resilience, it made people happy, it made the way they talk to each other much more respectful. It just created a wonderful atmosphere. Just to because... be able to cope with life at the moment. Mm. We all need tools to be able to cope with life yeah. and, and the Tough Minds processes really helps you cope with life. Yeah. And it's good for kids too, actually, mm. because kids are really receptive to these processes both the, the no negative impulsive thoughts processes, but also, you know, the audios that, you know, they go in the balloon ride. It's fantastic for kids, you know. Mm. So they go to sleep with them. And, and we have, we also had feedback from um, individuals with um, um, intellectual disability that are using the, the relaxation processes and the insomnia processes with, to great effect because it's such wonderful imagery that they can follow it quite extremely well. Mm. So it's very rewarding. Just bloody amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone should have it. That's and it. it's tough to you. Yeah, T U F. T U F. Minds. So yeah. yeah, find that. And it's free. It Download yeah. it if you haven't already. You might already have it. Yeah. But do you, you know, we have so many apps on our phones? I know. And like, but oh, yeah. I've got that. That's right. Yeah, I remember it's... getting that when I listened to episode sixty-five. Yeah. <laughs> but if you don't use it, it's like the pill. If you don't take it, it's not going to work. <laughs> oh, is that how I ended up with two kids? <laughs> um, that's a great segue there, John. <laughs> I would like to touch, since I'm talking to doctors, but especially um, there's quite a few men that listen and this will help with those with boys and young kids that might start to be feeling like this. But their fear and um, rejection of wanting to go to a doctor to get things checked out or to see what's wrong, or to get fixed mm-hmm. <laughs> and stop being in pain, whatever that pain might be. It mm-hmm. might be mental health. It might be your teeth. Mm-hmm. It might be your back. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be anything. And yeah. it seems there are a lot of men who just don't go or reluctant to go. And um, we've, I think we spoke, this, spoke about this in our episode. Um, my daughter's partner died of a heart attack at the bottom of a coal mine and he was finally going to go and see the cardiologist because he'd met someone and had a reason to live, but he never came out. Mm. If he'd have gone earlier, Mm. um, so it's very close to my heart, Mm. as you can imagine. Mm. Mm. Um, So do you, and especially now, I guess, as well, with the without going into the pros and cons and the argument for the jab, but some people just aren't going because they don't like needles. Or they don't mm-hmm. want to go. I don't do doctors. Mm-hmm. Can't make me. It's more about yeah. not going to the doctor yeah. than not getting a jab. And yeah. the main reason I bring this up is also because there is a push to make it mandatory. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going through courts for the mining right now as right. we speak. So yeah. if it becomes mandatory, well, then 
they either going to lose their job or they're going to have to go to the bloody doctor. Yeah, should it get yeah. to that point? Mm. Yeah, I mean, first I'll deal with the doctor issue. I mean, I hate going to the doctor. I mean, sorry, like everybody hates going to the doctor. Yeah. Um, I hate having to take medications if I have to, if I'm needing to take medications. And it, nobody likes having needles, like, you know, or stitches or any, or I mean, even worse, going to hospital and having an operation. I once had to have a finger operation. But the thing is, if you if you go early, the treatment is often a lot lot easier than if you delay and make wait till the problem gets worse. I so, was going to say that. <laughs> go when the problem is small. And then mm. the treatment is easy. Um, I mean, melanoma is a classic. You know, if you pick up a melanoma early, you cut it out. Simple, relatively small excision everything being relative, but it's still a small excision that the doctor can do with local anaesthetic in the, in the GP surgery, and you're cured, wait two or three months, and it's spread everywhere and becomes really hard to treat or impossible. So, and heart attacks, you're exactly right. Like, if you have a pain, well, it, you know, even if you think it's not going to be, if, even if you are worried that it might be something, well, get it checked out so you can prove that it's not that something. You know, because if it is the something, then you want to get it treated quickly before it kills you. Mm. Um, and I've had mates say, especially about cancer and the prostate cancer mm. checks, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, I don't want to go and know that I've got it. Yeah. Well, I'd rather not know than know that I've got yeah. it. And yeah. I'm like, how can you? Yeah. Oh, I just yeah. can't comprehend that. Yeah. I mean, obviously... if you In the early stages of prostate cancer, bowel cancer... The treatment is relatively easy and it's curable if you catch it early. If you mm. leave it till it's too late and it spreads beyond the local area, it becomes much harder to treat and the surgery is much more dramatic and you lose continence and you can't have sex and a whole lot of other stuff that you don't want to know about. So if you want to continue having great sex, go and get your prostate checked and don't leave it too long, guys. Oh, that's got to be the opening line <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> Intro line. <laughs> Uh, moving on to the vaccinations, um, I mean, we had the AstraZeneca vaccine because it's the only one that's available. Um, we obviously had plans to go back to the US, so for us it, was, it wasn't even an option. We have to have it absolutely because it's too much of a risk at our age. I had a friend my age who died of COVID. So, um, you know, so for us this isn't, and you know, you know, this is a real issue for, I shouldn't say everybody, this is a real risk for everybody in the world and depending on what country you're in the risk is relative so we are very very lucky here in mm. australia and we're even luckier in queensland in in the middle of queensland because there's there's no active cases or very few um even through the whole process of covid at the moment, as uh, we record the, this in the future. That's right, <laughs> yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, the Delta strain is now causing a whole heap of problems. But, I mean, this is common sense. The stats are, you know, so many millions of people have had the vaccine. It's, it's, it's very safe relative to all vaccinations. All vaccinations have risks. You know, when we give children vaccinations, we say there's a one in a million chance of a severe life-threatening side effect. But it doesn't stop kids being vaccinated. And that's the same with COVID, but it's just being magnified by the news. And the risk is a bit more. It's like two in a million or something like that. And as you go younger, I think it gets up to four in a million. But, that, you know, if you have COVID, the risk of dying is one in 200. So if you were a mm. betting man, which kind of risk would you want to take? Yeah. Um, the mandatory vaccination thing is is just too con- controversial. Um, um, but... but you know, I certainly be very strongly suggest getting a vaccination. You know, you, you it COVID will come. You know, COVID will come to our part of the world eventually because just like the flu, it's going to come. And you know, as more people start being vaccinated, it reduces the spread. But then somebody's going to get through that has it, and the few people that get it are going to who are not vaccinated are going to get it. And mm. then you run the risk of dying from COVID, no matter what age. Don't think because you're only 25, you're not going to die. Because you don't die as often, but you die. I mean, it's a terrible condition. You know, same with, you know, influenza or the flu, the true flu. A few young people die with the true flu, but a lot more die of COVID. Mm. So it does kill young people with no illnesses. So this whole thing about not affecting you if you don't have a, a underlying problem is... Don't swear. I don't want to swear, but it's, it's. 
I'll swear for Ball you. Poo. It's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. so yeah. I mean, I you know, again, don't worry about the vaccination. Just get it. You know. Mm. I mean, we have seen too much destruction and and catastrophe because um, because of people from because of people either not using the protection from COVID and now obviously now we have the vaccination protection. Um, so yeah, I mean, it will come. You know, it will yeah. come to this area. And you will be at risk. And if you haven't been vaccinated, suddenly there'll be a huge rush on the vaccinations. You won't be able to get one. And then, sorry, I was just going to say too, that also it is looking more and more likely that it's going to be like a passport. I was just about to say To go to (laughs) a lot, even to your local pub guys, it might end up end up that point so if yeah. that's yeah. your why yes, yeah right. well and when you go overseas how many that's why i've never been overseas well another reason but mm. because um, how many needles do i have to have yeah. and you have to have that to go so yeah. the yeah. people uh arguing for their freedoms uh, you know i try yeah. to have a drone's eye view and taking yeah. everyone's point yeah. of view but yeah. um in the real world there are times where you have to have a needle or yeah. you can't go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yellow fever is a classic. You know, if you, when you come from, or go to certain countries, you have to have a yellow fever vaccine. Otherwise, they won't let you back. Mm. Um, obviously, with COVID already in Europe and the UK, people have to have been vaccinated to allow to go to the restaurants and bars. And that's a, certainly a possibility in Australia down the track. And if you if you do ever want to travel, then you're going to need a vaccination either to travel to those countries or certainly to come back. Otherwise, you're going to have much more, I was going to say sinister, much more severe um, restrictions on like hotel quarantines and all that is going to be more more severe mm. if you're not vaccinated. So. And Pfizer has just been approved by the, let me see if I get it right, is it the FDA oh, yeah. in yeah. America? Yeah. So as a fully-fledged out there drug as of a couple of days ago apparently oh yeah yeah um so that was the last final you mean the vaccination the vac what what did i say you said fi- the pfizer vaccination the vaccination yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so that got that final tick of approval oh, right, okay. to be um on their list and that's oh, yeah. a that's a, that's a hard thing to, yeah. Yeah. a hard challenge yeah. Yeah. Mm. oh i mean look so many millions of people have been vaccinated with with all the vaccinations that are out there now that we know the stats you know mm. um and so for people to say, I'm worried about it, hasn't been researched. Well, it has because, mm. you know, not only before it was released, but after it was released, there's, I don't know how many millions, but millions and millions and millions of doses being given. So we know exactly how many people are going to have reactions. Mm. Um, and and the, for the people that are getting annoyed at the restrictions, what they need to understand is the government sits there and considers, okay, if people are not vaccinated, how much are we going to have to pay for the medical care for those people? compared to the cost of the vaccination. So that's why they're trying to push and forcefully encourage people to vaccinate. So it's it, they know that if they don't vaccinate, how se- serious the problems are. Mm. And these are very expensive treatments, hospitalizations, ICU. And, and honestly, having COVID is, you know, some people have mild case, but those that have severe case, it is really, really awful. Don't think this is just another flu. I mean, the ordinary flus can be really terrible too, but I mean, COVID, as I say, you know, you end up in ICU not being able to breathe, choking and, and, and potentially dying. So don't take it lightly. Would you like to get a word in? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, what he says. Yeah, what he says. <laughs> okay, thank you for that note. <laughs> it's just, uh, you know, the world today has changed from what it what it was and we all have to adapt we all have to think on our feet be able to shift on you know those with those shifting sands and be flexible and you know there's a even if you have an opinion now saying I'm never going to get vaccinated and I'm standing my ground and you know that's how it is you know there's a really great saying that we fall back on often when we have a very strong opinion about something is that um a wise man changes his mind. A fool never does. So, mm. you know, if you're wise, you know, you can change your mind. If you're a fool, you'll stand your ground, but you might die and standing that the, ground. And ignore the evidence. And yeah. ignore, you know, mm. whatever it is that's in front of you simply out of principle because you're not going to change your mind and you're standing your ground. 
it's important to be that wise man. It's important to be able to change our mind as our circumstances change. And like the ground changes, Mm -hmm. which is like our world at the moment. So as you were saying that, I was kind of seeing that wise man. Um, I'm not getting in the boat. Mm -hmm. And then the water keeps coming up. I'm not going, I don't do boats. I'm not getting in the boat. Okay, bye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we need to move and evolve and shift. I guess I did a bit of that. At first I thought, well, I don't have to think about having a vaccination because I wasn't on a on a list a mm-hmm. priority list mm-hmm. um but then as that list kind of started going away mm-hmm. and it was just everyone can come and get it mm-hmm. um I thought right well I'll go and do it so uh this Wednesday is number two uh-huh. double jab <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I was fine for the first one I kept uh-huh. waiting I gave myself two days off on my diary mm-hmm. oh, yeah it was a good excuse to go and lay down and watch a midday movie. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm recovering. <laughs> Nothing happened. Yeah, good. <laughs> Nothing happened. I, had a, I even had to touch my arm. I'm like, no, surely yeah. it's sore. Next yeah. morning, it was kind of like if I had a bruise. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. 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 And um, I just had that a bit of a metallic taste in my mouth oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. on the way home. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah. 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 Beer fix that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, water, water, water. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I suppose, I mean, just. <laughs> Predicting the future here, which is a little bit um, ambitious, perhaps. I believe in you. (laughs) (laughs) But look, I mean, COVID is just going to become like, it's going to have to be treated like our flus have been for years. So uh, there's most likely going to be COVID occurring in the world chronically, as in every year, continuous rumblings. Mm. And the community will need to be vaccinated and the, the high-risk people especially will need to be vaccinated for it every year. And as it changes, the COVID vaccine will be changed. So we're gonna, this is going to become another flu uh, infection that people get vaccinated for um, on a regular basis. And that, as I say, that vaccination is likely to have to change as the COVID variants change over the years. Mm. Currently, they're all covered by the existing vaccines, but you know, it's just going to be a matter of time. And because there have been so many cases, it's given the virus more opportunity to, to mutate. Mm. If it had been better controlled at the beginning, then there would have been less virus, um, less opportunity to mutate and there wouldn't be so many variants. But it is going to become a long-term uh, low-grade infection that just carries on going forever and ever. Mm. So look after ourselves. So we can yeah. look after everybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can, I mean, vaccinate so you don't get sick and you can stay at work. Stay at work, earning the big bucks <laughs> in your minds, right? How lucky are we? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we might start wrapping up mm-hmm. unless you guys have got anything else that you oh. would like to talk about to call yeah. this episode complete for you. Uh, we do have very exciting news. We're actually just about to release a 21-day stress buster program. Uh, which incorporates all the Tough Minds processes in a very structured way that over 21 days it changes people's habits. So we teach people how the process of, of positive, th- positive mindsets, um, but also a lot of other techniques in terms of how to control the stress, how to bring your, your stress levels down, and then how to eliminate the negatives from your, from your thought processes, affirmations, um, and a whole lot more. Mm, it takes so. 21 days to break a habit and often um, the pattern of negative thinking has become a habit for a lot of people mm-hmm. because it beats them down. You know, we get battle weary and we get tired and before we know it, that's the way we think. We're thinking in a very negative, um, downtrodden way. Whereas this 21-day program pulls you up out of the hole of negative thinking mm. and empowers you gives you tools that you can start to turn your thinking around and be much more positive, productive, and take you closer towards your dreams and your goals, whatever they might be in life. And there's going to be a small cost for this. It's going to be about 50 cents a day. Um, and this is going to be released in the next few weeks. So if people have stressed themselves or significantly struggle, or they know somebody who did, who does struggle with stress or anxiety, then let them know. And this, the research shows that this is phenomenally effective. Did you, I'm, I'm with you, listener, did you say 50 cents a day? Yeah. 50 cents yeah. a day. Mm-hmm. And, That's great. Yeah. That's and, really good value. And, and the, the audios and the, all the um, modules can be go back and, and like over the longer term, people have access to it um, uh, so that they can go back and revisit all the, the processes in the future if they need to. So mm. it's wonderful. 
And what is the best way for people to get in touch with you and find out more if they yeah. need more tough. John and Ellie in their <laughs> yeah. life and also where to get that program? Uh, so toughminds.com is the easiest place to go um, and yeah. it'll be advertised there. Yeah. That's a T-U-F. T-U-F, I was going to say. Yeah. And, of course, all the links will be in the show notes, madmumsy.com forward slash beers 79, the number 79, not the other one. We've already done that one. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> the other number. Um, thank you so much for having me here in your beautiful home. And, um, as always, I love being in your energy. You are amazing people who thank are passionate you. and Thanks helping the world. You are you are global humans, and I love that about you. And that is what, um, oh, I don't want to make you oh, cry. I'm going to cry. <laughs> the, loss of the, the loss of the boat so much more heartbreaking because I know the good that you were delivering yeah. to the world from that as yeah. well as sailing around yeah. and helping helping yeah. people. We didn't really talk about how you were helping yeah. Did we you sh- want to quickly touch on we, that? We're sharing the Tough Minds processes wherever yeah. we go. And, I mean, obviously we've travelled in various places, but in the Bahamas they struggle both with COVID and, and cyclones and they've got immense destruction over the past few years. So we teach people all those same techniques of how to pull yourself out of the, the major events. And now we've got the personal experience to share that too. Well, so. we've, there, was, there was even young, a, a young, yeah. young guy, 11 year, old. 11 year old, that was... Um, struggling with suicide so you know if we hadn't have been there at the right place at the right time he probably wouldn't be here still Mm. so you know we have done a lot of good we've also you know sailing around we've got the barefoot doctors sign on on the on the boat and people just we had (laughs) dagger in the hole Um, so people used to just come to the boat and John would do anything from, you know, look in people's ears cause they had a dodgy ear to, uh, knees to, you know, mental just health problems to dislocated shoulders to, you know, all sorts of things. So it was a really great platform and we don't know why it's happened. Um, we, we were doing so much good in the world and all we know is that, um, everything is in perfect order. And like I said before, we just haven't been sent the memo to tell us what that order is. Yeah, we have had phenomenal feedback from, you know, our people, like people that are watch the channel, um, and that has been really amazing. So very heartwarming. The kind of response we've had, the people, I just, you know, they were in tears watching our videos. Mm. I didn't want to make people sad. That mm. wasn't the point. But, no, um, but yeah, I mean. Anyway, it's... Come along with the journey. <laughs> <laughs> Follow the barefoot doctors. Right. They will be back uh-huh. for sure. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you. It's Leanne. been our pleasure. Yeah, it's lovely talking to you again. Yeah. Cheers. Thank you. So there you go. What do you reckon about my lovely doctors? Aren't they amazing? Dr. John and Dr. Ellie McIntosh. I realise at the start I didn't introduce Ellie. We just um, went straight into it, which was a little bit funny. I started to. So, yeah, they're amazing. And I really encourage you to go to the show notes, madmumsy.com forward slash beers79. I have embedded in there two of their YouTube video episodes where they are sharing um, in real time pretty much uh all about the the boat burning down there and how it was so much more than just their boat as we just heard it was their dream you know to travel the world and give aid to people who need it whilst sailing and having a wonderful adventure which you'll see they're really great videos as well and you'll love it and Ellie's really cute <laughs> She's quite, in the video, she's quite upset about all her lovely bikinis that got burnt down in the um, in the fire. My plan is, and if all went well, I'm releasing this on Are You OK Day 2021. So, of course, if you're listening into the future, it's not Are You OK Day. Or is it? Because... It's the sort of thing we can ask at any time. We don't need a whole day around it. And 
what do you do if someone isn't okay? Well, as we just shared with the doctors, there are lots of great tools out there and the Tough Minds app is one of them. Since we had that chat, I have actually fallen asleep with Dr. Ellie quite a few times. (laughs) It's really good. There's so much gold in that app. So make sure you get it. It's free on Android and iPhone um, stores. Tough, T-U-F, Minds. Beautiful. And also this week was the Inside Out Day where we wear our clothes inside out and I went to a lovely morning tea, which was fantastic. Great people. We raised a little bit of money, not a lot, but, you know, it wasn't about the money. It was about, yes, that helps. It went to local domestic violence support here in uh, Mackay, our local town and the area, you know, around here, much needed, so much more money. I'd just love to win the lotto and or (laughs) however the universe wants to deliver me a shitload of money. (laughs) I'm open. doesn't have to be the lotto, right? Um, And buy lots of houses and support for people who are doing it tough. And on Are You OK Day, you might be doing it tough. So if this has triggered anything for you, be sure to reach out. There's Beyond Blue, Lifeline, um, Tough Minds. (laughs) There's your mates. There's family. But don't go it alone, guys. I don't really have much else to say. I suppose I, you know, should launch into... If you want to get a job in the mines, go to mining.teachable.com. But I'm more feeling humbled by the doctors and just their passion to do good things in the world. In my own world, there's some really lovely people that I'm connected to who are doing great things. So keep your eyes out for those lovely people and Give them a bit of an boy or an girl. We just need nice people in the world, don't we? Not all crankies. <laughs> and you crankies, shock everyone and be nice for a day. <laughs> oh, now that made me laugh. Okay, let's finish on a high. Um, I'm a bit pi- Well, this isn't a high. I'm a bit pissed off because my footy team lost the final the other day by one point and it was really bad umpiring. And I don't usually say that. I'm usually like to think I'm quite unbiased, but we was bloody robbed. (laughs) And that's the Brisbane Lions. So it was quite heartbreaking. Um, So, yeah, there's that. But other than that, all is well. I found a baby snake in my studio the other day. As it's starting to warm up here, he's a little carpet snake, so all I can think of is where are all his brothers and sisters and where's the mum? I'm sitting in here right now and it's night time and they're probably coming out to play. I don't know. I think it's time to go back to the house and go to sleep. (laughs) Or maybe I'll have another beer and watch Wentworth. (laughs) Okay, Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate you. And thank you to the people who have been reaching out to me, hitting me up and saying you're listening to the podcast and um, that you're really getting value out of it. Oh, now I'm going to cry. <laughs> I've been watching too many of the doctor's videos. <laughs> um, I really appreciate that. And I, uh, it inspires me to keep going. So um, thank you so much for listening. Until next time, whenever that might be. I'm cranking them out now, right? It's about three in three weeks, I think. Go me. Give myself an added girl, right? <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening. Until next time, stay safe, be real, be special and have fun. For we only live once. Cheers. <laughs>